Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. Do you know a lot of courageous people? Who who are the most courageous people that you know? Steve. Who now tell us about Steve? <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a guy that that uh, that we don't really know that maybe or may not be made up. <laughs> We kind of know who you Steve, know. Steve is courageous in the fact that he goes through drive-through lines, but not with a car. Okay. Uh-oh. He walks up and makes the car noises, though. <laughs> sort he of sits uh, there and putters yeah, for a minute, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the invisible boat mobile. Oh, from, uh, yeah, exactly. Bob. <laughs> and the the people open their window of the McDonald's, and he, Steve just presses some mis- fake window button, <laughs> lets the imaginary window go down. He's like, "What was that?" What was that? I didn't hear you. He he pretends to roll it back. It was yeah. a stupid McDonald's employee. <laughs> Cannot believe them. They, they sit there and hear him. Yeah. So what does he do? Like when he gets his food, you know, usually when you get your food, you just kind of put it down in your passenger seat. Does he just kind of drop it off to his right? It takes him a while to get out of the drive-thru. Because <laughs> he does. He drops it to the side as if there's a passenger seat. But yeah. obviously, courageous Steve uh, ends up dropping it into the onto the ground. <laughs> picks it up, drops it again, picks it up, drops it again. And it takes it, he's courageous not fast is what ah, i'm saying yeah. he's courageous you know? not smart but <laughs> he's courageous okay. i think courage takes some sort of there's a there's a stupidity component to yeah it, you know there's a fine line between and stupidity let me tell and you, bravery steve is not a smart guy courageous not smart how long have you known steve since yesterday oh guys- i rode with him he picked me up actually i uh <laughs> he showed up to my house honked the horn his horn his <laughs> in this car quote unquote and i come out and, and that like, was the first time you met him yeah yeah okay. <laughs> you get you uh walk outside to anybody that honks their horn yeah, well, i'm always ready to go <laughs> that just loudly like scream like imitates like a, a car horn yeah he sounded like a goose <laughs> you're like well what is car. this <laughs> what is this car person doing well i mean i mean imagine it you're sitting at home you know watching whatever show you're watching all of a sudden you're hearing honk 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 outside like, is that a Canadian goose? No. Who among us hasn't gone outside looking yeah. for a goose before? Who hasn't like, investigated a goose scene yeah, before? Exactly. Yeah. And you walk outside your door and you see a man with short denim shorts and mutton chops. Mm-hmm. It gets better. And he waves you, waves you over to him. What else would you do? Really paints a picture. I walk up to him and say, how are you doing? He puts his finger up, tell me to hold on, rolls down the passenger side window. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of shirt Steve wear? tie-dye sleeveless just t-shirt you know that is courage yeah no he is courageous what's it like to ride with him he's a good driver but you have there's a lot of participation on your part yeah. he hit he hit a he hit an old person the other day like in uh-huh. the street with not his with his fist? car yeah oh, god <laughs> just assaulted him oh man and, so uh, the steve is a good guy or i never said he's a good guy okay. we said he's just courageous, a courageous, guy. courageous. courageous okay. and stupid <laughs> steve is but yeah I hopped in his car you know, pantomime and open the door, you know, sitting down in this car. He's like, my name's Steve. I was like, it smells like cigarettes in here. <laughs> That's just his general just aroma. <laughs> yeah. It was just Steve. He leaned over, his nipple fell out. I was like, come on, Steve. His, his nipple fell His out? nipple fell out. If they're attached to, like, slinkies. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course. 
Courage. <laughs> you know, you should have led with that. <laughs> I, I feel like now I can finally see Steve for who he is. Well, I really wanted to give the same emotional drop that he gave me. Like I didn't know that about Steve originally, and then all of a sudden, boom! There's some nipples attached to Slinky's falling out of his tie-dye shirt. So, so you say you rode with him. Does that basically mean you just walked here? I mean, no. no. Like you and Steve just walked side by side? No, no. I like mean, I it, know in your heart you drove here or you yeah. rode here with him, but like and you all, were in stride with him. Full right? transparency. I was for a while. We looked like a, a tandem gazelle team just bounding through uh, Memphis. And is, then that, got, is that the name of Steve's car, Full Transparency? <laughs> <laughs> There's layers to that. (laughs) Steve doesn't know the word transparency. (laughs) No, I, I, uh, we were in step with each other. Uh, I got tired as I'm not in shape, and I piggyback rode Steve the rest of the way here. So, it's very strong guy. Yeah, I was about to say great legs. Guys gotta have a great physique. He walks everywhere. Well, he's yeah. running. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you want his back? Yeah, yeah. I like Yoda and so let me Star see, Wars. Let me see if I can get this. So Steve is running, tie dye shirt, sleeveless, denim shorts, denim shorts. He's got slinky short. nipples, short denim shorts, short denim shorts. Oh, okay. Hey, I thought you were saying hey, hey. short <laughs> denim shorts. <laughs> Like, if he takes a weird angle, his testicles are... Yeah, I was about to say. Those, they, uh, it looks like like his ro- pocket slides out under, <laughs> under the shorts. Yeah, yeah. You can, t- you can tell that he has marble, a pack of Marlboros in those those white white. I'm surprised he keeps out. him in the pack, because when you've been describing this guy, he sounds like a loose cigarette guy. <laughs> yeah, he does. He just keeps him loosely in his pocket. <laughs> yeah, you know. He, he takes a couple drags off one and puts it behind his ear for later. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so you're riding on his back, yeah. nipples springy, bouncing, slink, up slinky nipples just yeah. going all over the yeah. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Testicles is, doing the same, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, well, they look like a speed bag that Rocky would punch. A lot of appendages just dangling and such. <laughs> he is running at full speed down the interstate. How yeah. well does his full speed uh, handle traffic, like the flow of traffic? He handles traffic well. Uh, would I say the general population handles him well? No. Okay. Mm. I would not. Lots of honking. But not Steve honking. But a lot more louder. Doesn't, doesn't he do the goose honk? Is it in that he, Steve's he, thing? Yeah, but he, hon- he honks. Like he has, uh-huh. His honk has character. It has, yeah. it has yeah. depth and layers. Vibrato. Know, so. Yeah. Uh, it's, not, it's not a car. It's a work of art. It's, oh, gosh. If you could... Steve could honk on a piece of paper... I'd put it in an art, an art museum so fast. If you could bottle that honk, if, would, would you drink it? <laughs> if you could bottle that honk, do you think it could power a city? Does it? Does he just? Does the honk just go everywhere? Does it spill all over the listen, place? Listen, listen. I go everywhere when I hear the honk. You, know, it's just, you spill all over yeah, the place. I spill all over the place. Boy, boy, howdy! Ugh. Turn into liquid. Steve, shout out to you. I'm at the. I'm about to call you to come pick me up, seeing as I didn't drive here. It's always nice to learn about new new people in your life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know, I'm all about meeting new friends. But uh, welcome to Questionable Detour. Let's do let's do a hypothetical. Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? 
I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. All right. Well, for our first hypothetical here, we have a uh, listener-submitted email that we'll kind of take a dive into first, but... Thiggins here writes into us and says, Hello, Questionable Detour. Love the podcast. Oh, we love you. We love so, you, Thiggins. Next time, give us your name so we don't have to... <laughs> Unless your name is Thiggins. We don't want to We don't want to overlook that possibility. Could write, be that. Who writes an email without a name? Thiggins. Anyway, anyway. Uh, he says, Hello, Questionable Detour. Love the podcast. Uh, so here I am, sitting in the mall, and I see someone coming out of the bathroom with toilet paper on their shoe. I've been listening to the podcast, and I was wondering what absolute insane things you guys would do to let a person know that they have toilet paper on their shoe after coming out of the bathroom. So, boys, that'll be our first hypothetical today. You see a poor old chap. An old chap. Didn't pay attention when he was, uh, you know, coming out of the bathroom, tidying up his business in there. (laughs) What are you going to do to let this person know that, hey, you got a white trail? First of all, Thiggins, anything that we say is not insane. I think you kind of, after hearing this episode, you will have one of three options to choose from, and that's that's it. There's no other option. (laughs) Yeah, no. um, Anything we do say on this podcast, we we do put the QD guarantee behind. Mm -hmm. So we wouldn't say anything that's, um, quote-unquote, insane, quote-unquote, mentally unstable, quote-unquote. Here in the studio, we actually have a comically large stamp. That we stamp things with here, <laughs> and it just says QD guarantee with the little with the little check mark. Yeah, but it's misspelled, so yeah. QD is. And if you- <laughs> <laughs> so, what would y'all do? What would y'all do? Y'all saw you see somebody coming out of the bathroom, toilet paper stuck to their shoe. What are y'all doing? If I <gasps> saw that happening, I immediately know what just happened in the bathroom. I, I know what's going on, and I would help them go finish the job. Where is? People who aren't as intuitive as you are, what happened in the bathroom? Uh, he was clearly trying to mummify himself, uh-huh. and mm-hmm. he either maybe got a little apprehensive about it, or just thought that it would eventually work itself out. It <laughs> it did not. He's just got it on his shoe. So I would go up there, toilet paper rolls in hand. You already have the toilet paper. Yeah. You carry around toilet paper. I have three rolls on me right now. <laughs> So it's like in your pockets. Just anytime you need to be mummified, mummified. But but well, I do carry them around in my pockets. The problem is though, is that toilet paper rolls themselves are kind of odd shaped, so I have to unspool them uh, and yeah. then carry them around in my okay, pockets that way. Loose, yeah, loose toilet yeah, paper yeah, yeah. in your pockets, like a guy with a cold or something. Yeah. <laughs> Ran out of Kleenex. <laughs> it's a bad cold. Three hundred foot of toilet toilet paper. But yeah, so. You carry toilet paper around, mm-hmm. which is normal. Yeah, sure. We should probably good. We go into that anymore. The weirdo is the guy walking out of the bathroom who didn't finish. Yeah, the job. he didn't finish yeah. the job. He just not in his pocket. The toilet paper wasn't in his pocket. Yeah, so I don't yeah. shoot the weirdo. So what do you do? I just I stop him, grab him by the shoulders, and I say, "My friend, allow me to help you ascend." <laughs> How do they usually take that? Weirdly enough, they always act like, "What are you talking about?" Like, like they don't like they don't know. Like what's, they don't. What's going they, on. they play. They're coy. embarrassed. They play coy. Yeah. They're playing hard to get. And I and I look him in the eye and I say, "Who you trying to kid, man? Look who you're talking to." And then I immediately start to wrap him up with toilet paper. Oh, right there in front of everybody. Right there in front of everybody. In the middle of the mall. That's the only way to overcome your fear is to have your fear attacked publicly. <laughs> That's I I would stand by that. Yeah. 
I agree. Now, when you say don't kid yourself, are you dressed up as a child? Yeah, I've got one of those little like spinny helicopter yeah, yeah, hats yeah, yeah, on, yeah, like yeah. a 50s child. Yeah. Maybe I've some... uh, given myself freckles, painted them on with a red marker. Yeah, and you have like uh, the overalls, but they're shorts. Mm-hmm. They're... Yeah. <laughs> one of them, one of the overall straps is kind of hanging out because yeah. I'm a disheveled kid. You know? <laughs> yeah. I didn't have a good home life, yeah, but yeah. that's that's really none of anybody's business. Dad never came back, went out for pack yeah pack of cigarettes never oh, came back gosh. and you pulled up by like drifting on a tricycle right mm-hmm. yeah on a yeah. small comically small tricycle <laughs> <laughs> saving up for a for a green machine yeah <laughs> <laughs> now what happens after you do mummify this person uh or at least wrap them in bandages what happens after that well what i'll do is i'll take them to a ceremonial uh burying ground now there's not a huge like egyptian community in the states you know ordinarily that's where i would go the closest thing that i can do is go to the uh uh, memphis pyramid which Mm -hmm. is currently a bass pro yeah and i i take them to the the center of the pyramid I, i lay their mummified body they're already mummified well, I've, yeah, I've, I've I've already wrapped them up. I've got them out of that that mall. They're out of that bad situation. They're they're now where they want to be. Um, <laughs> You've taken them from a mall and put them in a the large store. thing I can find to appear. <laughs> <laughs> they're scared of the mall, now, so they wanted to go to one of the largest uh, outdoor shopping. Yeah, it's an outdoor stores mall. in the world. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're just transferring them in malls. <laughs> They don't like square buildings. Um, <laughs> now, are you learning these facts from these people, or are you just assuming? I have got uh, Egypt's Wikipedia page pulled up on my phone, and I just I, I learned about it that way. Do you know that these people want to be in the pyramid? How are you? How are you handling these people? Because I doubt they're doing this. <laughs> I doubt they're doing this on their own free will. How are you? How are you subduing these people with toilet paper? It sounds like well, that's a lot of toilet paper. <laughs> I've got a friend. Um, oh. His name is Herman. Herman. Um, I'm tired um, of meeting y'all's friends. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you don't have friends. Yes, I guess so. Herman, uh, he has a wheelbarrow. And so usually, you know, me and Herman, we're kinda, we, we kind of roll together most of the time. Um, In the wheelbarrow? Uh, yeah, we'll swap out. I'll ride, he'll push. <laughs> and we, we mix oh, I it, thought we it was it like attached to your tricycle, like. You know, you're towing it behind oh, your tricycle. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, that that actually would be a good nah. idea. I should, <laughs> not to bring that up to him. Not a lot of brain cells between <laughs> Alan and Herman. <laughs> Figure that yeah, one out. Yeah, me, me and Herman, we share the same brain cells. Um, <laughs> so yeah, uh, Herman's always there. Kind of after I get him wrapped up, I we kind of do a little combo move. I kind of do a spin kick, kick the mummified body into the wheelbarrow, and he just pushes him off. It's really cool. So we drive it out to the pyramid. Um, we laid that mummified body down in the center of the pyramid. Uh, people are doing their shopping around. What, what, what's the general reaction of people as you are laying this mummified body? Well, I mean, ground? this is the pyramid, Bass Pro. They're used to seeing dead things all around. <laughs> There's plenty of stuffed animals in there. <laughs> this is essentially another dead animal. What happens if a child comes up and goes, can I buy this? What do you do? What's your reaction? I say, he is not ascended yet. You will not break the ascension with financial qualms. <laughs> you speak to this kid in riddles. <laughs> that's what you're. That's what you're supposed to say. You. Oh, you like a handbook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you're like a like a call. Uh, 
call center. Yeah. And they, you like have a, a thing you have to like, work it's through. It's kind of like how Beetlejuice the, in that movie they have the handbook for the recently deceased. I've got a handbook for about to be deceased. Recently <laughs> mummified. About to be deceased. To be deceased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> And so that's kind of the script that you say to them. You say it to anybody that asks, no matter gotcha. no matter a child, no matter an old person, you say it to anybody. Gotcha. Now at the center of the Bass Pro, there it, it is a section where it's just water and crocodiles. Is that a issue whenever you're trying to mummify these people? Do the crocs try to come and take the body? You put it in the water? Yeah. That's what's oh. at the center of the pyramid is that probably, water. They probably are pretty angry as the amount of toilet paper it would take to subdue a human individual would be the same amount to soak up every bit of that water in there. Uh, well, not every bit. That water mixes with that toilet paper and it just gets nasty on this Yeah, stuff. it's wet. It's <laughs> gross. It immediately, like, it's, it's, no, it's no longer stuck together at all. It's almost paper mache on their body. <laughs> So I've got them floating around. I've got a, I've, I've got gross. an inflatable tube. They're floating around kind of lazy river style. <laughs> I've put googly eyes over over top of where their eyes You want them be. to be relatable. Yeah, yeah, just so just so people know where to look. They say the eyes are a window to the soul. Yeah. And you know, you want people to stare in this guy's soul. Yeah, yeah. So we kind of uh, me and then all of the employees and shoppers uh we all kind of follow behind him as he floats down the down the river. Let me tell you, you're a charismatic leader to I, be able to. I do my best. All get all people. those people to mm-hmm. join in on this. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> impressive. Do y'all chant? Do you sing? Like, yeah, what's the... yeah. We do a lot of we, we do a lot of chanting. Um, do yeah. Do we know a chant? Um, give us a chant. Yeah. So they're they're wrapped up as a mummy. So I think the most popular chant is "Mummy, don't let your babies grow up to be cowboys." <laughs> What about here come me the mummy? No, no, that's that, that that's a that's a great one. I, th- yeah, I, yeah. I think I think that one would definitely work. <laughs> Don't be a dummy, be- become a mummy. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's good. good. That's, that's good. That's a good one. Nothing yummy like a mummy. Mm. <laughs> but that, that's interesting. Uh, so you're walking around Bass Pro Shop. How does this end? How does how does this ritual end? It ends. Um, we can't. We can't exactly bury him in the pyramid because it is a place of business, um, and you know we don't want to. We don't want to hurt the good people at uh, Bass Pro Company. So we sort of bury him at sea, if you will. But the closest large body of water is the Mississippi River. So <laughs> we just kind of shove him out there. Now, do you take him to the top of the pyramid? If for people that don't know, the the Bass Pro Pyramid is right on the Mississippi, just literally right next to it. You take this very slick, toilet-papered mummy individual to the top of the pyramid, slide him down the pyramid. You have a ramp at the end. Yeah. (laughs) Send him off. Yeah, we take that tube um, that he's been floating around on. We bring him up to the the lodge up top. People are taking pictures with their families. Um, We've got a not-dead-yet guy on a tube, and we just kind (laughs) of slide him out. I could have consolidated that name. (laughs) Yeah, well, not, not dead, dead guy, dead, you know. Kind of made that a little shorter. <laughs> <laughs> that's what that, that's what we like to identify. It's, the handbook says so. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not describe- gonna. I'm not gonna argue with this handbook. Did you write the handbook? No, it was written by Dallin. 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 <laughs> yep. I wouldn't think too much into it. <laughs> 
All right, well. Sort of a one-word name. Uh, he's yeah. kind of like Cher, kind of, yeah. sort of. I still learn about him. But yeah, then you just, they, you slide him down the side of the pyramid, off the ramp, into the Mississippi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless he has so much inertia and momentum, he just goes right over the Mississippi, lands in the bushes. It's unlikely. How many dead people are on the other side of the Mississippi River right now? Usually they yeah. do not make it that far. <laughs> How many people are on this side of the Mississippi yes, River? How many are on the Tennessee side? Yeah. <laughs> Most of the time, they sink fairly quickly. Is um, it because you attach multiple weights to their ankles? Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's that, that's definitely it. Um, we've got we've got a series of cinder blocks that are just strapped to them via bungee cords. So it is. It's a rough ride down when those things are popping him in the you know all over the place, <laughs> and somehow not the worst part of what is about to happen. Yeah, to yeah him. it's it's out of the frying pan into the fire for sure. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, hey, it's exactly what that guy wanted when he came out of the bathroom with toilet paper on his shoe. Yeah, I mean, you. I think it's what hit, he asked for. It's what he asked for. I I can't think of any other good idea, but I feel like I feel like there are a couple other good ideas that I probably missed out on. So Evan, what about you? How are you, how are you handling a situation? How are you helping a person that has toilet paper on their shoe? Sure. So I didn't go straight into thinking that they were a mummy, and maybe that's most wouldn't. Yeah, maybe that's on me. But <laughs> the creative mind. Uh. <laughs> In my head, the most embarrassing thing that can happen to you is you walk out of the bathroom with toilet paper on there. Everybody's looking at you. They know where you just were. They know what you just did, how you just violated a, in a room, you know, mm. and a stall. What do you do in a bathroom? You personally, what do you do in a bathroom to, that you think people violate? Do you yank those doors open without permission? There's a lot of animal noises. Yeah. Um, most people are sweating, and not everybody makes it out alive. Now, I, my question was, uh, what do you do personally in the bathroom? And you answered with, most people are sweating. What are you doing to those people in there? <laughs> Why are they sweating? Why are they sweating? Are you, do you kick the door down? I kick and, then you and just stand there. It depends at on it. which way the door opens. If it is supposed to open inward, I yank it off. If it opens to the inside, <laughs> <laughs> then I pull it back towards me and I yank it off the hinges. <laughs> Those doors are not easy wow. to yank off. It's a violent affair. It is. That's where the animal noises come in. And then they see me standing there hard as a diamond in an ice storm. <laughs> <laughs> because, of all the cr- because of all the crunches you do? Your muscles you're talking about, right? Yeah, my, my washboard abs. <laughs> and I say, what you working on in there? <laughs> <laughs> like it's a, like it's a workshop. <laughs> yeah, like they're whittling something away in there. They they're working on something. They're you know they they got their own business. They're trying it's to like take an care Indonesian of sweatshop in yeah. this bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, I I'm just trying to figure out what what they got going on. Um, if they're going through some personal trauma that they're working through, you want to be you want to be like their therapist. Uh, a little bit. So you kick the door down in a fit of rage. Animal noises. And then you want to help them yeah. out with their problems? Whenever people are at their scaredest, that is when they're going to open up to you the most. They're going to want to tell you. It's amazing what people what will tell you when they're fearing for their lives. Exactly. Honestly, they, they will, they'll say anything. Yeah, they'll they'll say, say anything <laughs> to get you to go away. So that's why I just walked them through a therapy session. And cause they'll, they'll say, they'll say the darn, people say the darndest things. <laughs> the darndest things. And, 
But all that is besides the point. It was, that's yeah. not sure answering the question. <laughs> it was a detour. That was a that, detour. That's so, free for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> We're all paying for it somewhere or another. <laughs> um, so back to it. What are you right. doing to help the person with the... Yeah, so anyway, like I was saying, it's a most em- embarrassing time to just walk out with something on your shoes and people you know, think that you just tore up the bathroom. So I would try to take the shame and the embarrassment away from these people mm-hmm. and I would try to deflect it to myself just to save them a little bit of, you know, pain in that area. How would you do that? So I would run up and I would kind of push the person over trying to get to this toilet paper. I'm you trying a person. You I'm trying them. to get to this toilet paper. No matter what happens to the person, I'm trying to get to this toilet paper. Yeah. So I, I may sometimes have to tackle them. Sometimes I have to roundhouse kick them. Um, sometimes <laughs> I go for the knees from the front. Um, and that, that doesn't always, some people have to go to the emergency room after that. But, but they don't have toilet paper on their shoe. Right. They don't have, they're not embarrassed by having toilet paper on their shoe because I'm screaming, I gotta piss. I gotta piss so bad. Why are you yelling that? <laughs> Because I need people to know that I needed this toilet paper, that this is my you toilet, toilet paper. You toilet paper to urinate as a male? I, I pee through it. <laughs> <laughs> you pee through it. You pee through it. What does that mean? What does that mean, you pee through it? You can't. You guys don't filter your pee? <laughs> you filter it toilet paper. How do you know if there's not sand or gravel that's getting into the... <laughs> I mean, do you have sand and gravel? <laughs> that... What's supply level on your toilet paper? Because yeah. <laughs> I think I can pee. I think I can pee through toilet paper. So your toilet paper's got to be like five or six ply. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta you gotta put up a, a series of different plies. Um, it's a it's a real scientific process. So you gotta put the one ply that filters out the heavier stuff like rocks, um, <laughs> and crap, marbles. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> A Lego or two. <laughs> Large kidney stones. Any yeah. sheetrock um, that might have come out. <laughs> All right. And then you have your two-ply, which goes right behind that. And that filters out things like sand, the smaller materials, sand, um, the smaller kidney stones that you may have, other small objects, such as rice. Um, and then the three-ply, which is, you know, a more... It's a better barrier, so that that'll get out the rest of like any dirt or anything floating yeah, around just in there. The dust bunnies, right? Yeah, that yeah. might happen to be yeah. involved. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I didn't realize we were such a scientific podcast. Yeah. Uh, well, like I just said, I, I've been silenced most of my life for a lot of the scientific discoveries that I found. Um, the government does not no, want you were this to get out because of the things that you would yell at people. <laughs> well, I, I yelled those things because I, I have knew rocks it was in right. my urine. That's exactly. Yeah, that was one of them. Um, <laughs> you would yell "rock on" as you just yeah urinated. Yeah, yeah rock yeah. me like a wagon wheel. Exactly. And was that because I was quote unquote rock hard in my abs, but also <laughs> in my urethra? Rocks. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're my rocks. urethra was rock hard. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you yeah. were when you were aggressively peeing rocks, <laughs> I just I want to I I want to circle back to that. And some of the times when you were doing uh, just barrel rolls, did you call that the Rolling Stone? 
You were doing barrel rolls? I didn't know that. That is sometimes how I subdue people um, whenever I need to get the, the toilet paper off their shoes. Yeah. So you, you have to tackle and assault multiple people to get enough toilet paper to eventually filter out your inevitable urine. Yeah. Your, it, that it is takes mostly solids, apparently. <laughs> it's like a snake throwing up. <laughs> when you pee in an airline cockpit... <laughs> Do you call that a Stone Temple pilot? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I'm not allowed to pee on airplane pilot or airplane toilets. No, <laughs> 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 oh, Evan, 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 Evan. Evan, 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 Evan. How do you figure out that you're not allowed to pee on sto- uh, airline pilots? The last three or four times. <laughs> I've walked onto an American Airlines flight, knocked on the cockpit door. Immediately, the flight attendants were like, can we help you with anything? I said, yeah, um, I've got a Stone Temple pilot I got to take care of. (laughs) And they immediately say, what is that? I say, don't worry about it. It's between me and the pilots. You radio him, he knows what I'm talking about. Um, So, of course, she radios him. The pilot's like, I know exactly what this guy means. So she lets me in. And the pilot is just looking at me talking to me for a second and you know of course i start peeing on him um (laughs) as it goes and he's okay with it at first but (laughs) as soon as one of these stones yeah yeah projectiles out of my urethra and just pierces his eye oh my god he says that's too much you're not allowed to do this anymore and a u.s marshal uh, arrested me hogtied me and tossed me out the emergency exit. You were on a plane like two days ago, right? Yeah. Okay. That's when it okay. happened. Yeah, that's how I got home. I'm very tired. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of effort to yeah. pee rocks. Yeah. I have learned much more than I intended to learn about you. You should see a doctor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, you know. So he can do tests on me and see how we can get this for everyone else? I personally don't want to pee urinate. Uh, I feel like it would hurt. It would um, be painful, yeah. Sometimes I, I, my urination hurts anyways. Oh, so um and I don't even pee rocks, so I, yeah. I don't I can't imagine the feeling that that would I don't know that would give. I don't know if I want to dig into that. Yeah. That sounds like more of a problem than my thing. Yeah, like his makes sense. Now, yeah. His like there's sense. a reason mine hurts. <laughs> <laughs> As far as as far as I go, as some as a man of the people and as somebody with as much empathy as they have humility, I'm gonna get a blow dart gun, tag them right in the neck with a dart. It's not gonna have poison on it. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna hit them right in the neck. They're not gonna go down immediately. Hit them with another one. They're gonna start running. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are these tranquilizer darts or are they just regular they're darts? They're just regular. darts. Have you ever seen a dart? You throw it at a dartboard? It's no, just I, that. Okay. Ow. All right. Yeah, it's just that. And they, they start running because they're getting hit by darts in a mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Couple in the neck. I'm very accurate. That, sounds, that just sounds painful. It, I would imagine it is. <laughs> uh, they start running. I hit them with a few more darts. I need to catch them. The darts didn't work. Uh, so I get a horse. I chase them down like an old West movie. Mm-hmm. Lasso, swinging above my head, tag them, get them around the ankles, start dragging them through the mall. Okay. Right? Right. I'm here. <laughs> Are you following me? So Are you far? following me on the horse? That's what I'm asking. Do y'all want in? You're dra- yeah. I mean, you're, you're dragging a guy. We have to follow you. Yeah, yeah. Do y'all it's want very in obvious where you're at. I want to hear the rest of it before I uh, agree to join in. <laughs> you but. commit. Uh, if, and eventually, I stop. And what I do is, in the center of the mall, I throw the, the, the lasso that I have around his ankles around a, a banister above and just 
haul him up like he's a fresh caught tuna. And I start a bidding war. I start a bidding war on this guy. And I make it seem like he is a much more valuable person with the toilet paper. And you'll be amazed on how many people bid. Because, hmm. I mean, I mean, imagine, you're walking through a mall. You just got out of a Hot Topic. You're buying a lava lamp or whatever those weirdo emo people sell What year there. is this? <laughs> this is every year. Okay. For the last 20, 25 years. Okay. You see me up on a podium wearing an ascot and tight leather pants. And I start doing the hoobadoobadoobadoobadoo that, you know, auctioneers do. And you're like, kind of want to buy that. Yeah, everybody else is trying Everybody to. else is trying, and they're raising yeah. their hand, and I'm pointing at them. Tell, y'all wouldn't want to buy a, a man with a piece of toilet paper attached to him? Are there any skills the man has? I, I don't know. I <laughs> literally shot him with a dart gu- so you don't, dart gun. So you don't vet them at all prior to shooting them with the dart gun and it, beginning I the go, process? Yeah, I go as far as just to- the toilet paper on their shoe. Okay, okay. And I'll sell a shadow box. You know, you can hang them up on your wall. Nice. You just got to feed them. You know, give them a little hamster... A drinking bottle thing, upside down drinking bottle. You don't have to feed him though, right? If you if you don't want a dead guy in a shadow box, you do. That's up to you. You bought him. He's yours. So do what I you will. Kind of don't like somebody telling me what to do with my property. Yeah. This is America. I get it. I, and I apologize. But do what you want with him. The shadow box is there is an option. Hang him from a ceiling fan. What 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 a conversation piece. Mm-hmm. What a conversation piece. It really ties the room together. It ties. Ties a, Tie, ties a room yeah. together. Now, would you tie him from the middle of the ceiling fan or like on one of the blades? I would say one of the blades. Okay, good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad you accept that and appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. That, that way, when somebody walks in, did you just raise your hand? <laughs> did you just raise your hand? <laughs> I was. Get, I guess I was. <laughs> Are we becoming more civilized? <laughs> Well, Excuse me, sir. I'd like to talk. <laughs> Pardon me. I've got a question. <laughs> I have an inquiry. <laughs> well, go ahead with your inquiry. To be honest with you, I don't even remember what it was. <laughs> well, I guess I'll get back to it. But yeah, you know, you type to the ceiling fan. Somebody comes in and they say, oh, what a great centerpiece you have. And it's just a dude spinning around on a ceiling fan. <laughs> And usually things are pretty low, so he's bouncing his head off every couch and coffee table as he spins. Can he be taught, like, humorous anecdotes? <laughs> Let's say that I've got a group of people coming over for, like, a little little get-together. Yeah. I've, you know, cooked a dinner, you know, got some got some music playing. Um, <laughs> There's a dude in the middle of the room. I've got a guy the- swinging from my <laughs> ceiling fan. Can he learn a few jokes? Like maybe just as sort of an entertainment piece. Well, <laughs> how long how long has he been spinning from the ceiling fan? Because once the blood rushes to his head, he gets kind of mm. he gets kind of foggy. I guess we'll need to do that early in the early well, he, in the. Dinner you could party. hang him uh, with his feet facing down. You know. I mean, yeah, you could. I, I think you would have a different effect just to keep the blood. You know. Yeah, I mean, the main concern. Where would is the you blood. hang him from? Do whatever you want. But I was going to say, if he can't speak because the blood is rushing ahead. Record yourself with a recorder, mm-hmm. duct tape it to his chest. So that way, it's just yeah, uh, yeah. you saying. That way, I get the credit for the jokes and the swinging guy on the fan. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly why people bid 
on him originally is because people people naturally draw this conclusion yeah. is what I'm, yeah. I'm I do want to say one more thing about the ceiling fan <gasps> it would be even funnier because he would have like a little bit of a Doppler effect as he swung <laughs> by <laughs> and he's like have you heard the one about the, the Pope and the Your Doppler effect sounds kind of like Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he basically is the Doppler effect. Another option? Yeah. Unscrew your broom. Use the broomsticks. Whack them a little bit. Oh, pinata. Pinata stuff. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, you know, have at them. I don't think there's candy in them unless you fed them candy. <laughs> now there's and an I, idea. And I feel like he might not. He might not bust like a piñata does. You have him swinging around hitting him with sticks. He, he's gonna, you're gonna see the candy that you fed him. You know, it's gonna be more of a leak than a bust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, that's that's what you do to people that have toilet paper attached to their shoe. Anybody out there? So yeah, you gotta let them know. Let them know. Uh, help 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 people out. That's in the end. Mm-hmm. Help people. It's you you receive your greatest joy, the greatest reward with that. Next hypothetical, we're all very skilled individuals, and I don't think anybody doubts that. But if you had a skill that you would want, if you would want to become a master of a specific skill, what skill are y'all choosing? All right, so if I could have any skill, I would like to be able to use my mouth to regulate temperature. So no matter what I put in it, I can change it from hot to cold, down to the degree. What do you come in contact with your day-to-day life that you would need this skill? Uh, Raviolis. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. You know, I I will open up a can of raviolis, stick them in my mouth. I'd be able to cook them to temp. Oh, that'd be cool. (laughs) Now, let's say my hands are cold. Do I stick my hands in your mouth to warm them up? How hot do you need them? Body temperature, I would would think. 98.7. You'll have to you'll have to do one at a time. (laughs) <laughs> you don't want me to stick both my hands in your mouth like I'm a, a person asking to have handcuffs taken off of me. <laughs> my mouth is just not that big. Well, then what's? The, I mean, it kind of cancels out the skill. You can only put small things in it to warm warm them up or cool them down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I my mouth can only be so big. You know, I, it's a. I don't know why I'm upset about this. Yeah, I don't know why. <laughs> you can get one hand warm. <laughs> what about the other hand? And then you stick the other hand in there, and it, yeah. then it will be warm soon. <laughs> but then my other hand will be cold, and this is just going to be a cycle. Buy We're some, just standing buy in the gloves. St- I mean, <laughs> it's really not his problem at that fault. <laughs> We're just standing. On, <laughs> We're just standing in the street, <laughs> just <laughs> one hand in your mouth, uh, next hand in your mouth, just back and forth. Do you have a line of things that you won't stick in your mouth? Like, is there a line that you draw? So won't put any rope in there. No, why not rope? At one point, I was storing some rope in there, you know, or I... I you normally store things in your mouth like it's a piece of luggage? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like a it's like a, a zip pocket on luggage. It's... I use my body for storage. Do you... Do you, do you who doesn't? Do and you, one time, I accidentally got a, a piece of the rope stuck in my teeth, mistakenly swallowed, and the rope just went straight down my body. I assume the inevitable body function happens and not only do you have a rope hanging out your mouth but you also have a rope hanging out your hind quarters Mm -hmm. you would be a very fun tug of war accessory (laughs) have a team of kids on one end have a team of kids on the other they're just pulling you back and forth you you look like it looks like somebody started cave diving on one end of the world and then came out somehow (laughs) on the other end 
<laughs> but just like cave diving, you never really come out the same on the other yeah, end. Yeah, avoid out here. I want to get back to you storing things in your mouth yeah. and or your body. Yeah. Uh, do you have to check it as luggage when you get on the plane? Like, do you have to maybe go through like the uh, X-ray machine? On, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm just a just a normal guy, just like you. Very guys. Very normal. Um, what I do is I'll you know I've got keys in my cheek, you know. <laughs> chipmunk. Yeah, like a chipmunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like a chipmunk. Uh, keep my wallet in there. So what I'll do when I come up to security is I just just take them out, then go through the X-ray machine. Oh, so you, okay. I don't. I, I can't. I can't go through with with all the with the items inside there. They would. They would probably see it. So can I maybe can I rent you out for maybe like a storage locker? I listen. I know you said you want to heat things up as a skill, but mm. I. I'm really seeing a, a skill that I may need, and okay. I, it's kind of as a, a human storage. What unit. do you What do you have that you need stored? A hamster wheel, three mid level baseball cards, mm-hmm. major ha- or minor league, minor league. Okay, and uh, about forty three Red Bull cans. I'm not going to be able to have that many uh, Red Bull cans. The hamster wheel is going to be fairly easy. Um, I can probably do somewhere between six to eight Red Bull cans, but they have to be smushed. How big do you think my hands are? At the beginning of this conversation, you cannot fit two hands, but you can fit a whole hamster wheel in multiple Red Bull cans. I'm seeing some inconsistencies. Yeah, it does start and sound do like... Want, do you not want both my hands okay, in your mouth? I'm going to be I'm gonna be honest here. There's a lot of storage potential here in my... <laughs> In my mouth, a lot of a lot of real estate. I honestly just do not want your hands in my mouth. Okay. What about wash them? I just don't want them both at the same time. I promise I won't wiggle <laughs> fingers. I'm worried about what people will say, <laughs> so I want you to do it just one at We're a time. We're not worried about what people say. <laughs> it's just based off half the answers that we've given here. <laughs> Care very little about what people think. Yeah, okay. So you're just worried about your your public opinion. Yeah. I don't want to be the two hands in the mouth guy. I don't think I don't think anybody wants that that yeah. uh, name and, you know. Evan, can I stick both hands in your mouth? Yeah, but I mean, I don't I can't heat up. Well, I'm they'll heat up like body temperature, but like not. That's kind of what I was going for anyway. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> Evan's always down for anything. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. But uh yeah, uh, as anything- long as you eat some Cheetos first. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that's gross. <laughs> Gotta get the dust. That's gross. No one named Pete Rock. It's <laughs> a great skill. My skill would be to wear other people's clothes. Now, you say, that's not an interesting answer. It's not even a skill. Hold hold your horses. <laughs> hold hold your... Whoa, girl. You know, oh. hold your horses. If you think that's a skill, then everybody you meet must be an absolute yeah. hero. <laughs> They're all legends. I, get them, I ask everybody for a signature. <laughs> No, no. I, let me continue. I want to wear people's clothes. And my next statement is going to actually be a question. Have you ever put on a shirt that you go, the shirt is extra tight? It's because I'm in the shirt with you. I want to put on people's clothes while they're in their clothes. So you put on pants, you put on a shirt, I'm right there behind you. Double-legged in each pant leg. Wow. They put on a shirt, I am basically a shadow behind them in the same clothes. We walk together. That's what. That's personally what I want to do. So you're hanging up in my closet in a shirt. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Just kind of waiting, and you know, it's kind of weird. It's kind of yeah. weird that you don't notice that I, you just have a, well. a human being hanging in your. Well, it makes sense. You have a lot of human beings hanging in your closet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When I say skeletons in the closet, or when people say that, I say not yet. They're still alive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's still flesh on them bones. Have <laughs> <laughs> not deteriorated yet, but um, but sometimes you know, if there are new. Uh, client 
they don't pay me, but I look at them as clients because I'm an entrepreneur. Uh, if they're new, I will just kind of sneak in the house and catch a mid mid pull up as they pull up their pants, just kind of hop in, hop in with them. Ooh, do you know what a pull up is? The diaper. I, I will get. Okay, your di- okay. I will get in the diaper as well. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna ask. Do you only do shirts? Shirts, pants, socks, shoes. Anything that you put on, hats are kind of difficult, but, uh, you know. I've got a belt that I wear, but uh-huh. I don't wear pants with it. Uh, I mean, <laughs> you know, I'll wear it with you, I guess. Like, we look like a weird superhero. Well. Why do you wear, why do you wear a belt with no pants? I wouldn't, this is, this is not my time to shine. You, no, you can't put out a statement like that, information like that, and not expect a follow-up question. Because the belt's sole purpose is to uh, pick up pants. Is it, though? It's a fashion accessory. Is it that could, why? It you, could be its own thing. It's what a What I do is, I, I look at fashion in a minimalist approach. Sort of a, a less is more situation. So I just wear a belt. Nothing else. Nothing else. That's a formal wear. Um, can I wear other clothes one night? You can be, you can be fully you? clothed. Yeah, that's fine. okay. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> because it would be slightly awkward. Just mm-hmm. yeah, skin on skin contact seems a little rough. It, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, as we're trapped in the same belt together. Mm. <laughs> a lot of friction there. <laughs> Just you two have, bros walking just, down the sidewalk. Just dudes being boys, you know? Uh, do you have baby powder that we can maybe slide in between us to reduce that friction coefficient? Yeah, I think I think we're going to have to. Yeah. You don't want to get chafed. No. You know? No. An old chest chafe from oh. rubbing on your back. Mm. Uh, you know, and maybe I'll give you a little massage. Sitting sitting in the same belt, you just kind of... I mean, a you're... Massage. You're there anyways. I I think it'd be weird if you didn't. Yeah, and you know it'll be fun to kind of walk. Have to figure out how to walk in tandem. Well, it's it's kind of cool because you know we're in the same we're in the same belt. So if you don't really want to walk, then you just kind of drag be, me. Then I'll be the feet. Yeah, yeah. You can you, you just kind of drag, drag me up if you want. I look like a a dead conjoined twin at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of my shirts are seem like they've been fitting a little tighter lately is that just because of me okay i mean i thought maybe i was just gaining weight or something no no, you're actually very skinny i can put my arms around you about twice no i mean every time i got my shirt i felt like i was in a warm embrace yeah you go through the day you go i kind of feel (laughs) extra love today yeah yeah uh, it's because i'm hugging you i got somebody on my back you know somebody in my corner you don't you you don't have a monkey on your back you have a zack on your back (laughs) yeah (laughs) and I think that's better. Is that your business name? <laughs> Zack on your back. Zack yeah. on your back. When, when you're in their jacket, do you call it a Zacket? Yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say, at least your name's yeah. not Jack, but then it would just be a jacket again. <laughs> <laughs> like it's already called a jacket. Um, but, you know, I think it's a. I think it's an interesting skill. I think it's a cool skill. So, I, you know, there's nothing stopping me from at least trying to advance my skill in wearing other people's clothes while they're also wearing it. So maybe I'll maybe I'll start. We'll see. Or maybe I'll continue. Right, Evan? Yes. Yeah. But uh all right. So we actually are looking at a, a series of newspapers. We sell newspapers outside the studio. Uh, we're trying to make ends meet. We just picked up the New York Times and there happens to be an article about Alan. Again. Again. Just How are you always Alan? I don't know. They're all they're always following me around paparazzi style. They <laughs> they can't get enough of me. <laughs> I need to know what you do when you leave here. Yeah. <laughs> but uh okay, what's the story? I mean, what's what, what are they saying in the the New York Times? We interrupt this program for a breaking news story. Breaking news. Hold on. This is breaking news. 
Yeah, so this is a little diddly of an article we got here. Um, it starts off like this. In a quiet town of Oakwood, a chilling incident unfolded, centering around a man named Alan, leaving the community on edge. Late one moonlit night, local residents reported strange occurrences surrounding Alan's house. Witnesses claimed to have seen flickering lights, heard eerie whispers, and witnessed shadowy figures lurking around the property. Rumors spread like wildfire painting Alan as an enigmatic figure with a dark past. Some whispered that he had made a sinister pact, while others speculated about his involvement in occult practices. The local newspaper even ran a headline, Mysterious Allen House, a portal to the unknown? Question mark? One stormy night, a courageous reporter decided to investigate further. Armed with a camera and a brave heart, he ventured into Alan's abode, his steps resonating through the abandoned halls. As he documented the eerie ambiance, the reporter's senses tingled with unease. Cold gusts of wind seemed to whisper secrets in his ears, and the creaking floorboards echoed like haunting footsteps. In a hidden room, he discovered a collective of arcane artifacts, including dusty grimoires and cryptic symbols etched into the walls. Among them, a faded photograph caught his attention. A group picture featuring Alan clad in a black robe, surrounded by other shadowy figures with sinister grins. Suddenly, a bone-chilling laughter echoed from the depths of the house, freezing the reporter in his tracks. He fled, never to return, but his spine-tingling photographs and hair-raising account left the townspeople forever haunted by the mystery of Alan and the horrors that lay within his residence, perpetuating the legend for years to come. Now, Alan. Alan. <laughs> You have some explaining to do. <laughs> I understand been... how this is framed in this newspaper article. <laughs> fake news. It's fake news. It's it? fake news. It it's trying to paint me in a negative light. I'm just I'm just your average guy just trying to make it in the world who also is trying to bring an entity from another world into this world. <laughs> Well, I, I, I really don't understand why that is so hard for people to grasp. Now, I've never been in your house. Is this this is what your house looks like? Yeah, I gotta yeah, say, that's right. is this the reason you've never invited us over? You've never invited us over. Yeah, there. Well, they got a lot going on in there. I got a. <laughs> there are a lot of people that live there. <laughs> How many people live in your house? So, I can't invite people over because my house is just swarming with acolytes um, to work in my cult. So okay, so it is a cult. Yeah. We've we've gotten to the bottom. Yeah, I of mean. It. If you want to, if you want to put a put a fine point on it, jeez, I mean, like, sounds like you did. I, yeah, well, <laughs> wait, we didn't. Yeah, you named it, not us. Well, it's it's not a cult like you think of cult. It's a baby horse. It's an acronym. Oh, oh, caring, loving, otherworldly, but it's with a U. <laughs> Things clut clut. <laughs> you spelled clut. Oh, clut. oh. <laughs> now. <laughs> Now, is the entity that you're planning on summoning an 85-year-old spelling teacher? No, 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 no. So it Welcome is... to the clut. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Well, so... Is this why people can never find the clut? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. There's nothing more scarier than a cult that doesn't know how to spell cult. <laughs> It's it's spelled clut. It's a clut cult. A clut cult. What's a clut? Clut is the interdimensional being that we're trying to bring into our. Oh, world. it's a name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Not a sim- <laughs> not a simple misspelling. Yeah. As as you so quickly thought. Hey, well, you apologize. We apologize. Uh, we didn't know the whole story. Now describe clut for me. Clut is a cosmic jumbo shrimp. <laughs> 
big or just from space? He is uh, both. Okay. He swims around in the ether between our reality and his. He's trying. He's been trying to break in. He's been, he's been, you know, trying to move in here recently. And he just wants to live in your house. He, yeah, he yeah. He's a roommate. Well, we, you know, we we posted it. We posted an ad, and Clut responded. Yeah, on Craigslist. Yeah, on Craigslist. Craigslist is a great place yeah. to meet people. Yeah. yeah, the podcast knows that. So Clut answered, and he was like, "Hey guys, if I'd, I'd like to be your roommate, I'm." Just a fun-loving interdimensional jumbo shrimp, <laughs> and he spoke English. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. English man. The, the great Great Britain really when they colonized, they colonized. They colonized. Yeah, they, colonizing the interdimensional space between reality. They, yeah, yeah. They yeah, spread yeah. their roots. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and so me and my uh, acolytes, uh, we we thought, you know, well, how how is it that we can that we can bring uh, Clut over to uh, to live with us? I'm, I'm raising my hand here. So, were y'all a cult before Clut? Or did y'all just get a weird Craigslist ad, y'all answered it, and then y'all became a cult surrounded by an impending roommate? We we were a cult before Clut, but it what we didn't do fun cult things. It, our The only thing we did was our cult basically ate only tomatoes. Okay. <laughs> no, I gotta say, um, just to defend your cult, a cult... Is basically just a group of people with something to do. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. time on now their hands. They have hobbies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Before they kind of just they were just a group of people. Then they have a reason to be mm-hmm. a cult now. Yeah. You yeah. know. Now, how many how many people did you tell us how many people are living in your house? Uh, because I, there's a picture not. in the article that said yeah. it's a group picture of many shadowy figures. Yeah, you were clad in a black robe surrounded you, by other shadowy figures with wear, sinister grins. Do you wear black cloaks normally? Yeah, yeah. Is there anything under the cloak? I mean, I've got my hands. Okay. <laughs> your beefy hands. <laughs> my beefy hands, yeah. yeah. Okay, um... So this is just your your house robe? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, every, everybody has their, their house cloak. They've got their going-to-town cloak, their Friday night out cloak. So know. it's a cult. It's a cloak cult clut. For clut. Mm-hmm. It's a cloak clut. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's a cloak cult for clut. Yeah, cloak okay. cult for cut, cut cult. Yeah, cloak cult, cult for cut. Now is this? And we just cut up, you know. Yeah, <laughs> is what we're saying here what's engraved in your walls? Yeah, we have a lot of literature that we've that we've uh, compiled about Clut. We don't know a ton about him, <laughs> so the literature that we have is sort of fanfic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we we kind of we kind of describe what we think Clut has been and doing. You're over not there. afraid of creeping clut out when he finally gets here with his interdimensional bags or whatever he puts them down and he just sees a bunch of fan fiction written about him you know i think about that. i think he might be kind of weirded out at first but once we drape him with a very large cloak his his house cloak and kind of get him sort of involved in our in our little cult we've got going on i, th- I think once he realizes it's all about him he's gonna enjoy that quite a bit the no. portal closed behind him that's the only reason he's not leaving. <laughs> yeah yeah we we're not we're not redoing that over again <laughs> Now I wanted to ask what 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 happens if it turns out that Clutch just kind of a a terrible roommate like he's just a dick eats yeah eats your eats your food out of the fridge yeah like you you clearly labeled it Alan's mm-hmm. rotisserie chicken yeah. and he munches it down yeah, yeah. leaves skid mark in the toilet yeah. uh, without cleaning Clutch. it out you never know? does the yeah. dishes never does it, yeah mm. well, it stays up all all hours of the night playing mariachi music what mm. happens then well I think we'd probably have a have a talk with him. We'd sit him down at the large, the large uh, oaken table that we eat at, um, and we'd probably say, you know, hey, there's kind of some 
kind of some ground rules we need to set. We don't listen to mariachi music ever. Don't even think about playing that absolute garbage in our home. How really many Hispanic like people do you have in the cult? Uh, none. Why do you ask? Uh, okay. Uh, no, that checks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, you know, making assumptions, I guess. Okay. Okay. Um, and then we, I'd say, I'd say things like, um, there are a lot of dishes in the sink, which is weird because as part of our cult, we don't use dishes. Um, Interesting. And I get you don't have hands in the natural sense, but we use our hands as plates. Hmm. One hand serves as a plate while the other serves as a fork or spoon. Or but you don't utensil. serve it to yourself. You, other people use your hands as a plate, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's like, why you all sit in a circle. That's yeah. right, that's right. Just mm-hmm. eating on each other's mm-hmm. hands. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, you know how you feed a horse? Kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, that's... Okay. Well, I was just trying to keep, keep you in mind because they do say never meet your heroes. So mm-hmm. I don't want you to be disappointed. That is true. We're, um, I, I am concerned about that. Yeah. Well, you know, um, from the small interaction we've had with Clut, he sounds like he's probably a good guy. Uh, he's given us a series of instructions of how to bring him to this world, um, which I think may fall in line with kind of what the article was seeing in my house. They claimed there was a lot of stuff going on, like bones and such in there. Um, We have to have things exactly right to open this portal to bring Clut over. Sure, natural, yeah. So we have to take uh, pigeon bones, scatter them in a circle, the circle that we eat in. Everybody's got to have pigeon bones in front of them. What they called blood is actually just gallons of marinara sauce. (laughs) (laughs) We have to cover walls in marinara sauce because... Where he's from, it's red, and he has to feel comfortable when he arrives into our realm. One one last question I had for you here on this, though. Did you know that this reporter was in your house taking photos of everything? Because it, it just says suddenly a bone-chilling laughter echoed from the depths of the house. What were you doing at the time, and did you know that he was in there? Uh, honestly, I had I had no idea he was he was in there. We've got kind of a small comedy club in the basement. <laughs> um, so it's kind of, it was you sort and, of an open mic night. It's just you and your guys? Yeah, yeah, just me, just me and the guys. It's like a karaoke Just a bunch night. of guys in black robes yeah. saying jokes. The Cluddle Factory. The, cl- the Cluddle Factory, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it's just one laugh. It didn't sound like you were saying any good jokes. It was one person. One person got a bone chilling laugh. (laughs) I'm guessing he came. I'm guessing the reporter came in after the (laughs) punchline. However, you want to spin it. I think you just told a bad joke. I think the joke didn't land. Uh, You know, and then you were trying to laugh it off. (laughs) (laughs) It was me laughing at my own joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, nobody can love you like you. That's That's right. That's 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 for sure. Maybe. Maybe when Clut finally is summoned, I want to meet him. Yeah, I think I can. I think I can arrange that. Personally, um, I've never met an interdimensional shrimp. Well, neither have I. So, um, kind of back off for now, though, because kind of, kind of like to be the first to to meet him. Um, done a lot of work to get him here. You you've kind of just shown up to the to the podcast, but yeah. Let me let me sort of let me sort of feel him out. See if he's in. See if he's into meeting other people. Maybe bring him around. Oh, I think I think I think we, did, we, we should have him on the podcast. Yeah, sometime. definitely. I'm if sure he's feeling up for it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure that'd be great. I'm sure, I'm sure, uh, but he doesn't know a ton of people here yet, so I'm sure he yeah. might be maybe eager to find an outlet socially. We we'll, see, we'll, we'll, we'll see if he can, if he can drop by. I, I, uh, advice for Alan stay out of the news. Yeah, you really got to lay low for a while. 
I move to a new town every time. Yeah. Every every time a news story breaks, it's hard, it's hard to figure out where you are to get you uh, to come on, to come to the podcast. Yeah, scheduling is a hassle. <laughs> those uh, those investigative reporters, they are always after me. Any anything else? Anything anything else for the episode? That's all I got. All I got too. Uh, but anyway, I think we're pretty much done. Closing closing segment. Questionable Detour Podcast at Gmail. If you have advice or hypotheticals, email us. Just like old T Hig Thiggins over here today. Thiggins. You know, you can, pop. He, you know, you can send it. us questions that you want us to answer. Pick our brains. You know, we are generational intelligence. Mm-hmm. Tell your friends. Frame it like it's a cry for help when you tell them that you listen to this mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it is. <laughs> there's no yes. there's no way the sane people listen to this normally. And if you're listening to this, you probably don't have any friends. So go yeah. make some. Mm-hmm. And then tell them. And then tell them about yeah. it. Because, yeah. you know, what what are you doing if you're listening to this? You know, what, I mean, there's nothing that's going to make you friends more than saying, hey, listen to this podcast about a guy peeing rocks, a guy that rides on the back of another guy acting as if he's in a car, and then a guy that is in a cult with an interdimensional shrimp. I think Th- that's people, an excellent elevator pitch. People will understand. It's relatable. Yeah. I have trouble describing this podcast, but I think you summed it up. Well, that, that was it. Kind of perfect. That was this episode, at least. I think if is there a good way to describe it? Because I think we've all ran into this issue where we're trying to describe it to an a real adult, <laughs> an actual person, an yeah. a, an actual person, uh, somebody that's not a that's not a regular goofball, if you will. Um, how would how do you think we should describe it to a real adult? Yeah. Don't like, listen. You, don't listen to it. Are you, are you are you asking us? Or are you telling people to? Yeah. No, I'm I'm I'm, ask, I'm asking you guys. I I personally, when it's brought up or it's asked about, I personally kind of slink away like a cockroach. So I, I avoid it at all cost. I frame it like it's a financial podcast, yeah. um, and we'd strictly go through all the financials of every top business yeah. and what Big their stock. strategies mm-hmm. are, um, things like that. Just trying to get people more abreast on the mm-hmm. economic situation of most companies fortune 500s yeah um they must be very surprised when they tune in and it is nothing but nonsense i got them there didn't i yep that's right you gotta right. listen but anyway any final thoughts anything you want to say get off your chest admit to the world <sighs> now i've been thinking about this for a while oh god mm. i'm not sure the last time my big toe and my second toe we're anywhere close to each other. <laughs> wow. That's it for the podcast, guys. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>